0: To me, it's important that we don't um, uh, just create mediocre product, that we create, you know, the the state-of-the-art, you know, the the state-of-the-art, you know, the the state-of-the-art, you know, the the state-of-the-art. I'm Zach Mini. I'm Zach Mini. I'm Zach Mini. I'm Zach Mini. Now, some of you may be wondering, what's a pinball topper? They light up, they attract different players, whether it's at a location or in your game room. And what makes this particular topper unique is that Stern Pinball's advertising, once hooked up, this topper has the ability to add an extra mode within the Jurassic Park game. This is a pinball product that everybody has been talking about. All you've got to do to win this banner is to follow Flippin' Out Pinball on Facebook. I want to see it lit up. You've got to get a Jurassic Park topper. Get one now at Flippin' Out Pinball at flippin'outpinball.com or call me 812 457 9711. It's right down there. Uh, Zach, Z A C H, at outpinball.com. And don't forget the banner. Ah, it's so cool. Bum, 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 buh, bum, 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 bum. bum. Let's say, let's say, let's say. Welcome to episode 492 of Canada's Pinball Podcast, Christopher Franchi's favorite pinball podcast. And so what do we want to talk about on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast? We're obviously going to do a little bit of a follow-up on the Jurassic Park topper for 600 bucks because now we've finally seen it in action. And the question is, is it worth it? I got a little early, early preview of what Jack Danger's review of Hot Wheels is going to be. And I think it might surprise some of you out there. Uh, We're going to talk about some of the back and forth on social media that's been causing quite the stir in the pinball world because of things people have been saying. And then we're also going to talk about Zach Sharp's continued mission to get people banned on Facebook, which has happened again, apparently, over the last few days. All right. So where should we start? Let's go to the Jurassic Park topper because we saw Zach Many unbox this thing. And so he put up a video last night. He took it out of the box. He plugged it into the game and it and it was a flat piece of plastic with the dinosaurs and the logo. And I will say the lighting on it is really cool. It's a really cool topper for 200 bucks. And I think that's the part of this whole thing that Zach doesn't get that the apologists don't get. It, it's a cool $200 topper. You shouldn't have to spend 600 dollars on this topper that looks like it's 200 bucks simply to unlock the mode in the game that is only unlockable with the topper and we got to see the mode itself and it's this goat mode in which the goat is making goat noises ah you know it's like give me your money everybody we're gonna rip you off and it's six hundred dollars for that and it's also just stupid the way the mode is progressive where you light the letters up and it spells jurassic park i mean if someone walks up to this game on location and sees like J-U-R lit up. They have no idea that it's a progressive mode. They have no idea what they're supposed to try and do to get to that mode. And it's just, again, it, it just irks me. It irks me to see this really cheap topper. And I get it. It's got cool lighting effects. and all. But all this stuff is really cheap plastic and leds are two of the cheapest possible things you can do and it, it's like in the pinball world we think that if something lights up in in a sequential order it's somehow now worth hundreds of dollars if if it, you know lights and and thirty dollar plastics on top of a machine is, is six hundred dollars i mean the components of this topper alone i swear to god they cost no more than 50 bucks and what annoys me about it, it's a fun little campy mode, but the fact that you have to go through this paywall to get to it is, is absolutely the wrong direction for Stern Pinball. And I think people have spoken loud and clear. There's like nine pages of people articulating how disappointed they are in this thing. So the real question now is Stern going to start doing this more and more. Are they going to put a topper for Ninja Turtles that holds a mode back unless you buy the $600 topper? Why not make it an $800 topper? How about a $1,000 side rails that if you buy it, the side rails unlock something else in the game? It's just a crock of crap, and I, and I mean that. And here's why. For $9,100, Jurassic Park Ellie should come with the topper, should come with those modes installed in the game. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay that the topper triggers a mode and it's in the LE games only because for $9,100, we should be getting all of this stuff in the game. Every other company out there that makes you spend $9,000 plus on a game, the toppers included. And so now Stern is, is pulling this fast one on everybody. And even though I asked Ed Robertson not to text me about this, he did. And I knew he would because Ed falls in that realm of like super, super wealthy guy who 600 bucks to him is like six bucks. Okay. And some other people out there are in that realm. But for the rest of us, for the rest of us meager people out there that actually have to check our, our, our statements every month to make sure we're not going underwater. This is a lot of money for people and they deserve to get what they pay for, and we're already giving Stern so much money. So I really hope this doesn't become a trend with Stern Pinball, but this is another reason why, and I'm just gonna be honest. Lately, I think Stern Pinball is making moves that make it really hard to like them as a company, and they need to stop with this stupidity because it's not that we don't like you, Stern. It's not that people don't wanna buy your games, but when you do stuff like this, you have to understand there's a principle to what you're doing. And on principle alone, I keep hearing more and more people say, that's it, I'm done with Stern. If Stern goes this DLC route, I'm done with them. And you know what also is crazy? It almost feels like they're fully comfortable having the enthusiasts give up on them. They don't really care if you have problems with them because they're just gonna keep doing this and sell to these multi-millionaires behind the, you know, behind the curtain and, and, and they don't really mind the fact that so many people think this is a, a crappy move and it's just weird to me that they're doing all this stuff that is just really creating bad PR for the company now, speaking of bad PR for the company, did you see what John Borg did this weekend or a few days ago? He posted a statement that people were attributing to him, but it was actually a repost of a comedian's phrase. And I want to read it to you right now. And And it's interesting that, you know, everyone is, is, is trying to share how they feel about what's going on in America. And I get it. And people's fuses are really short and people are quickly... Sort of like knee jerk reacting and, and you just gotta be careful in this climate because everyone, everyone is very sensitive and on edge right now. But he wrote a there was a video of people looting, and he wrote, What a bunch of dumbasses, send them to the gated communities and go after all of the bankers and stop stealing stuff and bothering people. All right, so like the, the thing is this, like, this was later turned out to be a comedian's line, but people were roasting John Borg for saying that the looters should go after people in the gated community and the bankers. And I think the irony that people were seeing in this is that who do you think buys pinball machines? Who do you think spends six to $13,000 on these non-essential toys? It is people of privilege it is people who live in gated communities it is people who have jobs in banking and it is people who have a lot of money who live in gated and walled communities i mean we've seen these people's houses where they have like 20 stern machines i mean john who do you think buys your product now look john did put up an apology and i totally understand it i I even took down a post i made about it because it's no big deal and I've spoken to people who know John Borg and he's a really nice guy and he didn't mean anything by it. So I also think we live in a society in which people just go nuts. They see one thing and they go nuts and all of a sudden you're evil to them and they won't let you even explain why you said something or did something on social media. But I also heard this that really disturbed me that Bowen and Karens over at Spooky Pinball was getting in fights with people. Uh, again like it's like and I know Bowen like leans very left and I heard that he unfriended Robert Mooney who's one of my really good friends and one of the nicest guys in pinball. Robert's very successful, self-made man, lots lots of success in Robert's world and he's the nicest guy and bowen Karen just like unfriending him and and picking fights with the very people that buy the products that he creates, that he works on. And I'm sorry, there just comes a point where people like Bowen need to understand if you're so disgusted by people with money, if you're so disgusted by people that might think different than you, if you're so disgusted by conservatives in the world who might think that their money they work hard for is theirs and you just are gonna blacklist anyone who doesn't think the way you think, then you need to get out of pinball, my friend, because who do you think's buying these products? You know, I don't even, I can't even see this stuff Bowen posts because he's blocked me on Facebook too. And I've always found it really interesting. You know, I'm very middle of the road. I'm very moderate. I'm very socially liberal. I am fiscally conservative. I'm a moderate. Like, I, I, I really am a moderate. Like, I think Trump is a moron. I do. I, I don't think how anyone can defend this guy. But, it's, but I also think that the money I work hard for should go to me. I mean, I work for it. I, 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 that's how I think about the world, okay? And I think a lot of people think that way too, all right? But when I hear, when I hear, like, people who don't even want to have a discussion, when I hear, like, the dialogue being shut down, it's usually the really far left that doesn't even want to have a conversation with anyone. They just label everyone as like as like right-wing Nazis and it's like really really is that what you're going to say? Like I even saw I even saw people like starting to post that like Jersey Jack might support Donald Trump. So what does that mean? Jack's an evil person, like you're not going to buy Jersey Jack games anymore? Is this what it's coming down to, is that we have absolutely no, absolutely no tolerance for for people's beliefs anymore? I mean, isn't what we're going through trying to get to the root of that issue of having respect for people and opening up a dialogue and understanding each other? You know, nobody is 100% this or that. Okay, there's a lot of gray in why people think the way they do, why they vote the way they do, what party they ally themselves with. And and just to say like everyone over there is evil. Come on. Come on. You, You know that's not true. And it's 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 the moderates. It's the people in the middle that make America, America. And you know that, you know that. Now, speaking of people in the middle, I got into the middle of something with someone I did not expect to over the weekend as well. It's like unbelievable. This stuff just keeps following me around. So I just put up a very simple post of a picture of my bedroom. And I put up a picture of this nice, white, clean room. And for those of you who think I live in an insane asylum, I don't think you guys understand the concept of minimalism. Alright, minimalism, there's nothing on that side of the room, and it will be filled with the color of pinball. And a pinball machine takes up a lot of room, and I love the way a pinball machine pops on just an all-white wall, okay? And also, white makes a room look bigger. So when you're living in a small one-bedroom in Manhattan, I'm not gonna fill this room with a ton of stuff. I already did that. Just Google, Man Builds Arcade Loses Fiance. That's my room when it was so colorful. Okay, so I put up a post that said, this is the future, like, home of Rick and Morty and Guns N' Roses Pinball. And I get a comment from Zombie Yeti Jeremy Packer that basically says something like, what kind of JJP discount are you getting for being involved? Like, it, it was a total sassy comment, and we went back and forth. And he was saying, like, I worked really hard and tirelessly on Ninja Turtles, and I don't like seeing my project dismissed and discredited. And if you've heard me on this episode and many other episodes of Canada's Pinball Podcast, go back and listen to all of my Ninja Turtles commentary. Everything I've said about Ninja Turtles has been positive. I've said Stern hit this game out of the park. I've said the artwork, which Zombie Yeti worked on, is phenomenal. I've said Dwight's code is actually really good. There's nothing I've said negative about this game. So why is it? Why is it that when I say I'm excited to put Guns N' Roses in my house, I'm being criticized by Zombie Yeti? And we went back and forth and we worked it out. But I want to say this. I want to say this. This level, and this this just goes to a bigger issue I have. If you work on a pinball machine, and you make artwork for Ninja Turtles and you are the coder or the designer, it's cool if someone doesn't wanna buy your game. It's not dismissing the hard work you put into it. It's not saying like that game is better than that game. I didn't say anything in my Facebook post that said, I'm putting these machines in my room and not Ninja Turtles. And here's why I'm not putting Ninja Turtles in. It wasn't anything like that at all. And if, if, if I'm gonna be completely candid, the only reason I'm not putting Ninja Turtles in my apartment is because I hit puberty at, at age like 12 or 13. And I haven't really thought about the Ninja Turtles since I was a little kid. It's not a theme that I grew up salvating for. It's not a dream theme for me. And I'm the kind of guy that wants to buy like the LE of a game. I want a game that is like a dream sort of theme for me or, or really gives me something special. And it's just not the game for me. But Ninja Turtles is selling really well. But this level of like entitlement, and this is the thing, it's like, you know, it's like you, you could say, oh, Chris, you have a platform in which you you insult competitors. Have I been not fair? Have I, have I ever insulted Jersey Jack Pinball? Absolutely. I've insulted every manufacturer when I think they do things that are boneheaded. And I've also praised every manufacturer when I think they do things that are really great. And that's why people listen to this show. It's the definition of unbiased, okay? I am not being paid by anybody. I mean, he's being paid by Stern Pinball. I get it. He's working on a Stern Pinball game. So what is he going to say about the game? But it really frustrated me because uh, Jeremy and I, like I thought we worked everything out and I think we have. But Jeremy, you need to go back and listen to the fact that I've said nothing but nice stuff about your game. And I think people are going to buy it. And I think people are going to be very happy with Ninja Turtles, if the play fields hold up. That's, that's always been my only hesitation on that game. But I also know, Jeremy, I also know looking at Guns N' Roses, looking at what's going to be in that game, I just know there's gonna be more in Guns N' Roses than it will be in Ninja Turtles. And I know that if I'm a pinball buyer, why wouldn't I recommend to people out there, we know that Ninja Turtles we know what it is. We know what it looks like. We know what's in the game. We know it's available. We know how much it costs. People don't know what Guns N' Roses is. I I just happen to know what's in Guns N' Roses. And I think recommending to my listener that they should wait to see both before making up their mind is not a knock against your Ninja Turtles. It is simply telling the customer out there, why not just wait a month and see what it is that you might be also be interested in just give yourself options see stern pinball and stern pinball's army and their team over there it's like you either have to go all in at once and get on the hype train and and go buy every le before you know what the quality is and, and go jump into every new release without thinking about it twice and then go buy 600 dollars toppers to unlock modes you should have got when you already spent ninety one hundred dollars I don't, I just, I'm getting tired of Stern's entitlement and the fact that they feel like entitled for everyone to cheerlead everything they do. And here's what kills me. I cheerleaded this game. I at this game and they're still not happy and they still want to hit me up and they still want to jump into my page and tell me like sassy things about it. And it just, it just, I don't get it what do I have to do? What do I have to do? I'm not going to tell people buy, buy, buy. There's plenty of other, there's plenty of other shills for your company out there and you know who they are and they'll tell you to buy everything they make because they make money on it. I'm not making any money on any manufacturer. Any manufacturer that I buy is my own personal opinion and that's it, right? So it's just like Stern lately, has just been on a just the wrong side of everything for me. Like they just act in this arrogant way that makes them feel like they could jump into my page and just tell me like I'm insulting them for saying I want a a competitor's game. It, it It's not an insult to your product, man. You're going to sell way more Ninja Turtles than probably Jack Will of Guns N' Roses because you guys will make more because you guys will pump them out. But... I am a diehard Guns N' Roses fan. That's the only reason why I would never put Ninja Turtles in my room over Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses is my favorite band of all time. And you're one of the greatest artists of all time. And look, we did work it out. But I just want to say, you know, look, it's not fair to always come at people, Stern, and, and force them to do what you want them to do and to think what you want them to think. And speaking of this, and this is really the reason why, and Jeremy, if you wanna know the reason why I'm really perturbed about Stern Pinball and I'm not giving Stern Pinball the benefit of the doubt, it's because of what Zach Sharp is doing and it's because of the Stern uh, desire to censor people, to shut them down and to limit people's voices out in the world and I read this on Pinside this weekend some people out there who shared images of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who shared the images early they were given these images by other people if you put up some of these images Stern Pinball has went and got people banned you know they banned my ability to share my links but my page is still up because I didn't really share leaked images I made up my own spoiler images but they've actually banned some people's ability to log into to their Facebook page. There's another pinball podcast that actually had his, his entire Facebook page has been removed now because of Stern Pinball. And I don't know if it's Stern and Zach Sharp or if it's their PR agency, Rebellious PR, but I'm gonna find out who's doing this. Like why is Zach Sharp on a mission to go after the community that, that buys his product. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I am not gonna just let this go. Like, Zach Sharp's not gonna win this war against freedom of speech. Zach, you have to understand something. If your images get out there, they're out in the world, my friend. Did any images of Rick and Morty pinball leak out into the world? Did anyone even know it was Rick and Morty pinball until Spooky revealed it? No, because they locked it up. They kept it tight. And if if something did leak, do you think Charlie's going to go on some legal threatening battle against people? No, because it came from him. So anything that leaked on Ninja Turtles is 100% Zach Sharp's fault. But now people can't even log into their Facebook page because of him. And you know what he's doing? You know what they're doing? Again, I don't know if it's him or rebellious PR. And again, they're going to hear from me. What they're doing is they're quickly assaulting Facebook with three complaints. They're saying uh, to Facebook three times in a row, like these people are abusing and, and creating abusive content and that's why Facebook is just taking the accuser's word for it and shutting people's stuff down. And look, I get it. Facebook sucks for doing that. There's no reason why Facebook should allow someone like Zach or their PR agency to shut down people's ability to share pinball content, but it's happening. And the only reason it's happening is because Zach and the marketing team over at Stern are greenlighting this behavior. And I'm just reaching a conclusion right now that is this. And I don't care. I don't care if this upsets them. I don't care. I just don't like what Stern's doing right now. I don't like what they're doing with this this campaign to shut down people's ability to share images if they get them early. I don't like this campaign to add DLC into toppers for 600 bucks. I don't care to have their artist, who's one of the most talented artists, like land on my page and get upset because I'm gonna buy a competitor's game. I'm so tired of Stern, the number one pinball company in the world, acting like a bunch of babies. Like how many games do you guys need to sell before you're happy? How many customers do you have to freaking fleece before you're satisfied? Why don't you join us, Stern? Why don't you join the community? Why don't you actually hang out with the people that are buying your products? And 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 it's just it's unbelievable to me where they're at right now. And they haven't fixed the play field issues. They haven't really bulletproofed these games for the amount of money you're spending. And watch, it's going to happen. What's the next thing they're going to add into the game that you're going to have to pay extra for? I mean, it's at the point now where if you add in everything that is the way the game should be, we're talking like $10,000 for like Jurassic Park with everything added in it. Almost $10,000. People, wake up. Wake up. If this game costs Stern around $3,500 to make and they're making $10,000 off of LEs, at what point do you say enough is enough? At what point? And I don't care because these multimillionaires want to hit me up and tell me that I'm being a a cranky baby about it. Come on. Like, sorry, I don't have your kind of money, Ed. Ed. I don't have your kind of money multimillionaire, in your gated communities that John Borg wants to go after. You know where most people are hard-working people that want to buy a game maybe once a year that really speaks to them. Most people want to buy a game where they don't have to add extra stuff. Like when did it become this whole thing of like let's remove the basic elements of the game and then put them back in at an extra cost. The UV kit at least the UV kit was only 200 bucks like 250 bucks and you got an apron and you got this but it was still a garbage move and now we've got this Jurassic Park top or another garbage move and so that's where I'm at with Stern Pinball. I think they need to sit down. I think George Gomez needs to rally his team and be like what are we doing here. I get it. You, you, can just, you can just say, oh, Kaneda's just being Canada. He's doing this for dramatic sake, and he's just doing it, as, as Jeremy said, a, a veiled PR campaign and this and that to build my audience. No, Jeremy, there's a reason why so many people listen to this show, and it's not because I'm here just to attack. It's because I'm standing up for the people that are buying your products. Do you understand that? You understand that? Like I will call out people when I think they deserve to be called out, but this is a lot of money man you know that you know this is a lot of money i mean gosh should we give you a thing about stern you didn't realize so you think stern always wants to put everything they can into the game hey oh yes yeah, stern stern really tries hard to give you all the assets you want and i'm telling you right now it's a bunch of bs they aren't don't believe the hype do you know when they did ghostbusters they were not going to have any of the voice actors from the movie they were going to get Actors to make up all the voices. They did not want to get anyone from the film in the game Okay, and they they, after a while they finally just reached out to Ernie Hudson and got him to do the call-outs and got him to do Stuff with the game now. Do you want to know how much Ernie Hudson cost to be a part of the Stern project? Ernie Hudson's cost to be part of the game was $5,000 and a premium machine and that's it. That's it five thousand dollars in a premium machine so you this notion that and and break that down over the amount of games they sold with Ghostbusters and it's like a dollar per machine you know if they sold five thousand machines so I'm just tired of being told oh yeah we couldn't put the jeep in Jurassic Park oh yeah we couldn't put the movie assets in oh yeah we could we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't they can they don't need to because you keep buying everything They keep removing the things you want in the game and you buy it. And it's not Stern's fault. They simply are a business making a lot of money off of your lowered expectations of what they need to give you for you to give them your money and you keep doing it over and over again. It really sucks because they do have the best themes. They do have great teams over there working on this stuff. And again, I don't think this is a decision made by those people who are making the games. These are decisions that are made by the bean counters and you know who they are, all right? But again, Zach Sharp is not helping matters. George Gomez needs to like reel him in a little bit. Zach, what are you doing? Why are you putting up videos in which you're not smiling? You make it look like this thing is not fun to play i mean come on (laughs) come on all right so what else what else is going on so i heard from jack danger who played hot wheels this is hot off the press now i was expecting jack to be like yeah you know but nope jack danger has told me that hot wheels is american pinball's best game to date so that's good news that's good news it's their best theme to date and he said it's their best shooting game to date he said the light show is amazing the game is really fun he said the game has a lot of personality he even said the code in it which i've sort of been like "Eh, is it gonna work is it gonna work this kid's show he said like that claymation show it adds a lot of personality to the game so more to come on this i think he filmed some stuff and i think he's going to stream the game Uh, But if I'm American Pinball, you know, every day that goes by where I'm not showing people this is a day in which sales are going to Stern. So they need to get the word out on this game sooner than later. And June is when we're going to see it. I mean, basically, I'm seeing all these distributors sell the game. So now, like, just show us the game. Just show us the game and let us make up our mind. I hope one of these Hot Wheels makes its way to New York City soon so I can play it. I still think it's gonna be a really hard title to sell. I do, and I just couldn't come out at a worse time with Ninja Turtles, just being another family-friendly theme that I think people are more attracted to even than Hot Wheels, all right? That's just my take on it. From a marketing standpoint, if I had to choose between Ninja Turtles and Hot Wheels in pinball, mm, I would choose Ninja Turtles. Now, that being said, You know, Hot Wheels, I just think it needed a little bit more pizzazz, right? I just saw someone on the Sonic the Hedgehog pinball machine put in a loop-de-loop. So why can a homebrew guy make a loop-de-loop in a homebrew game for Sonic the Hedgehog, but AP couldn't figure out how to put a loop-de-loop into Hot Wheels? But let's see how the game plays. And you know, look, it might change my mind. It might blow us away. Um, But we'll see. We'll see. We're going to see it real soon from Deadflip and Jack Danger. All right, so I hope we all know what Deep Root is about in the next couple months because there are another one where it's like, how long can they wait to show us stuff, right? There's no more pinball shows this year until the fall. And I can't imagine that they would wait many more months. And I'm saying this, and I mean this, like they need to get Raza out before Guns N' Roses. They just do. Like, I think Guns N' Roses is going to be a huge title for Jersey Jack. Ninja Turtles is a huge title for Stern. It sounds like Hot Wheels is the is the best title so far from American Pinball. Chicago Gaming's got a huge Cactus Canyon game coming, I hear. All these big titles are coming, and Deep Root's still in deep confusion how to launch this game. And I think they need to stop... And and either like do it or I don't know like go, like you know what I'm saying like w- at what point do they just say we need to reveal this stuff we need to take orders like Robert even if you need to take I don't need, I hate to say it but even if you need like some pre-orders just to show you the interest in the game because here's what I'm concerned about with them how many roses are you gonna say you're gonna make like you need to actually test to see what the interest is in this title. Like, if you're Stern, you don't have to worry that people are going to be into Ninja Turtles. If you're Jersey Jack, you don't have to worry that you have people into Guns N' Roses. But if I was Robert, I'd be really nervous, really nervous that people will be into Raza. Like, there's no Raza fan base. There's no emotional connection to it. And so I went over to Deep Root Pinball. I went over there, and I actually caught a conversation between John and Robert Mueller happening. So here's what happened when I heard John Papaduke and Robert Mueller talking about the launch of Raza. But John, even if we manage to pull that off and that's saying something, the real question is, who are we selling this to? Same people we've been selling it to for the last two years and whoever else will buy it. But John, if you do this, you will kill the market. For years, it's over. And you're selling something that you know has no value. We are selling to willing buyers at the current fair market price, so that we may survive. You will never sell anything to any of those people ever again. I understand. Do you? Do you? This is it. I'm telling you, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be